Hey Rob, this is Steve. Guys shut the fuck up, I'm trying to call Rob. Sorry about that. This is Steve from the Is Anyone There 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 Podcast. Dude, we are throwing a huge shindig in celebration of your 100th episode. Con motherfucking congratulations. We have some undead hookers, toilet hooch, and even the tally whacker turnstile. Bill goddamn it, I said put that thing down, you're going to re-kill someone again. Ah, oh, shit. Great, now Joe's jaw is hanging off. Someone get that away from me. Anyways, just wanted to say we love you over here in the undead-filled wasteland that we call home. Keep up the good work and here's to another hundred episodes. Steve out. Okay, bitches who wants to do some corpse shots. Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling with Rock. Yay! What's up, everybody? This is your boy B Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblers with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week. Or however you listen to podcast. If you're a brand new listener, I appreciate you oh so much. Um, high fives to your um, person that recommended you to my show. Or if you just happen to stumble upon my show through a random, random search. Uh, I thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, um, it is Christmas Eve as I record. Um, I've been working the night shift lately and I am fucking tired. I was supposed to have this out Friday or whatever. I got it, all the pieces in order. I prepped it. I got the voicemails downloaded and since with the delay, I, I was able to get some more voicemails put into the show, but it was just, I was ready to go and I made that fatal mistake that I make Oh, so often. Matter of fact, too fucking often. My computer said, hey, I got to update some shit, Rob. And I was like, okay, computer, you, know, you need your checkups. You do your checks and balances and everything. Let me help you facilitate this need that you need. Need you need. <laughs> so I pressed the update damn button. And I was like, all right, shouldn't take that damn long. I went and did some other shit. Uh, ate some food. Washed my hindquarters. <laughs> uh Watched a movie, played on my phone. I've been getting into drawing on my my phone and my tablet now with my um, stylus and doing some digital drawings and everything. You can see those on my Instagram. So I, I did all that stuff. And then um, I came back to the computer. I was like, all right, update should be done. No, it's not. So I was like, fuck, got to fill some more time. I went to Walmart, made a video, uh, grabbed some food again, did some other shit. Came back, computer still doing whatever. I was like, ah, man, it's Friday. Episode ain't going to be due out till Sunday. So fuck it. I went to work, worked overnight, came back. The computer was still fucking loading. I was like, whoa, what is this madness? So by then I worked all night and I was fucking tired. So I was like, fuck this couch. I give it some more hours, went to sleep, woke up, ran errands, came back. Computer still doing shit. So I was like, fuck. By this time, it was too late. I had to go to work again. Went to work last night. 
get off work this morning, computer still ain't done shit. The little status bar has not moved whatsoever. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I just held the power button, did a hard shutdown and um, started it over. (laughs) And it worked fine. And then the update still didn't take. Son of a bitch. But it is what it is. So now um, I, I woke up at like noon, had to go run some more errands and I'm I'm back, did another video at Walmart explaining why I'm doing this delayed podcast, which is not really delayed because it will be out on a Sunday as promised. But I just like to have it as soon as you wake up in the morning and be like, oh, it's downloaded, baby. Here it is because you should be subscribed and it should automatically download to your device. So I recommend that you do that. It, it, it saves you a lot of time and hassle. You ain't got to keep typing it in uh, the random ramblers with Rob or type in random ram. And then my show should be one of the first ones to pop up. And then you got to download the latest episode. And see, if you just subscribe, it should just pop up in your shit. Pop up in your shit. <laughs> All up in there. <laughs> And if you notice, I'm a little more loud and lively. Want to know why? Because I'm the only motherfucker in the house. Ain't nobody here but me. Ah! (laughs) So I love that shit, man. It's just like I can be loud. I can be obnoxious. I can say whatever the fuck I want. I mean, I can say whatever the fuck I want anyway. But damn, it's just like I ain't got to be looking over my shoulder. I ain't got to... Ain't no random kids coming up in the kitchen, sharpening pencils and digging through the motherfucking refrigerator and trying to wash dishes when I'm fucking recording when they had all goddamn day to wash dishes because we ate like three fucking hours ago and the dishes been in the sink for three hours. But as soon as I sit my ass down and press the record button, say some shit into the microphone, you want to come your ass in here and wash the goddamn dishes. But I digress. We got voicemails. <laughs> we got an intriguing story. From uh, Hoppy Rogers. So we're going to play that right now. Hey, what up, everybody? It's Hoppy. This is the, the tale of Crazy Larry, the saga of Crazy Larry. Uh, if y'all don't know, just joining in, first time listeners, uh, I used to live on the floor with, with our lawyer now on the first floor, and then uh, Anomaly and people lived on the second floor, and then John Cena lived on the third floor, and then, but down on the first floor, uh, there's, you know, four apartments on each floor and two doors faced each other and then, you know, going down the hall and two doors faced each other. So Crazy Larry lived opposite from me. He was a Vietnam vet, had really long, straight hair, uh, Coke bottle glasses, skinny old dude. <clears throat> and, uh, the shit he saw in Vietnam, that's a whole, whole nother show. But, uh, we didn't ever feel, we never judged him for who he was. He's drank a lot and opium and, you know, sm- whatever. So, but he was, I mean, he was certified from everything he'd been through, but we loved him. And, uh, but goddamn, he was crazy. So, like, one rip, uh, there was a bunch of, uh, thievery break-ins going in on over in our complex and all that. And this was just a bright, sunny day. I'm chilling in the apartment. I think me and my roommate was cleaning. And the phone rings. This is back before cell phone. Phone rings. And I answer it, and Crazy Larry says, you got seven seconds to get away from the door. Click. You don't question a crazy motherfucker like Larry. I grab my roommate away from the, you know, the, the line of the door and jump in the kitchen. And then we hear, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> So we wait a minute and uh, just chilling. I mean, there's it, bullets coming through our door. I, we don't know what the fuck's going on. And uh, so boom, 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 boom. 
It's Larry. Larry, hey, man, it's all right. Open the door. So we opened the door. He had some people knocking on his door trying to get in, and he got paranoid looking through the peephole and just started firing through the fucking door at these people thinking it was the robbers. I don't know if it was the robbers or not, but either it was the robbers or the robbers heard about it because nobody ever got broke in no more that year. <laughs> but uh, And then another time, I'm, I'm bringing a date home. This place was a scary motherfucking hood, and it, it's hard to get nice girls to come there on a normal day. So I get this girl. She's coming back. You know, you're safe with me, honey, all this shit. So we walk in. There's like a laundry room, like vestibule, and then you go into the hallway where the apartments are. And we get into the laundry room vestibule, and, and in very, very large font on the wall in blood, it says, clean up your fucking mess. So this girl runs for the fucking hills. I knew it was Larry. I knock on his door. I'm like, Larry, what the fuck, man? He's like, he always walked barefoot like an Indian or something. And so the Mexicans upstairs have been breaking bottles, throwing them down on the sidewalk and shit. And he sliced his foot open on some of the glass from their bottles. So he went up in there, sat up on the goddamn washing machine, and with his foot, his bloody foot, wrote, clean up your fucking mess on the wall, and went on in the crib. Crazy fucking Larry. So many whimsical tales from Hoppy Rogers. You know, him and Anomaly just been going back and forth talking and telling all these fantabulous stories leaving them on my voicemail which you can do also at 304-825-5762 that's 304-TALK-ROB it's funny how that those letters worked out in that, that number but yeah man leave me a voicemail and you can tell me all kinds of stories or you can give me praise and kiss my ass like Jared did one half of the hashtag blackout podcast the only half that calls my motherfucking show and leaves me voicemails because Jay I don't know he, he do a fucking podcast every week I don't know why he got stage fright you can call my goddamn number anyway listen to the voicemail what's up B Rob this is Jared from the hashtag blackout podcast and first of all I would like to wish you and your listeners and your fam, of course, your family, very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year uh, from me and Jay at the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Uh, also, um, yeah, like I said, I finally listened to uh, the episode with Sean from Horribly Awkward, uh, that voicemail episode. And, uh, yeah, man, thank you for the shout-out for the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Uh, it's been a very cool, uh, you know, collaboration with you and being able to actually, uh, you know, have guests or guest music uh, that have been on your show, be on our show, and likewise on yours with EVD and Sanjay and so many others. So, yeah, big ups to you there. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Memphis Diva, Miss Kayla Stevenson. Sounds like y'all beef has sort of gone to, like, hamburger squashed. Sounds like, to me at least. Um, see what I did there? So, yeah, so, uh, shout out to Kayla Stevenson. Thank you for pronouncing Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. And thank you, B-Rob, for, um, you know, pro- pronouncing Hooks, Rubs, and Spices correctly. Uh, you know, that's my brand. Um, that's my family brand. So, yeah, and you know what? Duly noted to you and Sean, uh, for the three or the four word random combination that I put together there. Hooks, rubs, and spices. Um, yeah, sounds like I need to shorten that up a little bit, huh? Maybe I call it hooks, rubs. I don't know. I don't know. It's something need to be changed. And uh, I'm going to talk to you all about that later. 
because I think the phone is about to cut. Okay, okay. Dang, Google boy. I don't know what just happened. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to have to talk about, um, this is Jared again, sorry. We're going to have to talk about, uh, doing a little bit of a name adjustment, shall we say. Not changing the name for sure, all the way at least. Maybe an adjustment to make it easier for everybody out there to pronounce and not have to remember 17 words to try to get the name of one product. It works with some, but maybe not with all. So, Hooksra, I've shortened it to that for quite some time, and uh, it's worked pretty well. Other people call it Hook Spike, and I'm not so sure about that. So, I might need to have a, uh, you know, maybe not full-on rebranding contest, but, uh, you know, maybe a name adjustment contest, uh, and I'll be able to use the Hooksra, Hooksra, Spices and whatever else I want to use just to add a DBA onto that. Anyway, all that to say, thank you very much, Sean, uh, for that uh, pub on that. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Kayla, for the uh, for the commercial. I'm definitely going to use what you said, rub hooks up all over your meat. Uh, I might have to follow that up with a B-Rob version of that as well. Uh, yeah, shout out to you know everyone who listens to the show. Uh, always. Enjoy listening to your show uh, uh, and all the random voicemail foolishness that you have going on. Anyway, so once again, Jared, one half of the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Rub hooks <laughs> I just did it myself. Hooks rubs and spices all over your meats and all over the meats that you want to feed your lady. You know what I'm saying? Merry Christmas. Peace out. We smoke meat and we blacking out. Jared, you better not change a goddamn thing with that motherfucking hooks, rubs, and spices. You named it that way for a reason. When it came to you in your dream, in your vision of what you was going to call these fucking rubs and spices, that's what it was. Like, the random rambles with Rob came to me, and I know that it's a tongue twister sometimes. You know, I hear people introduce me on other shows, and they'd be like, blah, 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 and all kind of other crazy crap, because, you know, I did it that way on purpose. <laughs> you know, so don't you change a goddamn thing. If you do, we going to have some issues. Not really, because it's your shit, and I can't tell you what to do, because you're a grown-ass man. And um, you put money into a business that you control. So I have no right to tell you what the fuck to do. But if I could suggest for you to not change the name, that's what I would suggest. And that's what I'm doing right now. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, you can have your, um, your, your name, what it is on paper, what it is on your letterhead, hooks, rubs, and spices. And then, you know, when you do commercials or jingles or whatever, you can just call it Hooks Rubs. Because Hook Spices, that they ain't, they ain't it. They ain't it. I mean, even though it is spices, but Hooks Rubs and spices, because you're going to rub the spices on. You, 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 get what I'm, you get what I'm putting down. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Don't change the goddamn name. I mean, it's just like this. This is the Random Ramblings with Rob, but it's also the 3R show. I mean, it's a little short, sweet, to the point. But I'm going to say the whole motherfucking thing. Hooks, rubs, and spices. Sorry for banging on my desk. 
I'm just adamant about it. And you should be too. Hooks, rubs, and spices on your, on your meats because you smoke them and everything. All right. Now, I done power through all this shit. I'm all hyped up on Mountain Dew. I'm loud because ain't nobody here. And I should have been asleep so I could wake up and go to work for the night shift, but I'm not because I want to bring this episode to you that's been damn near a year or so in the making. Uh, one of the starters, one of the damn the people that were the catalyst to me doing the Walmart log videos, um, Mandy and Cassie. They are the hosts of the Mixed Feelings podcast. And they've been doing this for a while. Most recently, they've been going on tour. They've been going doing um, live podcasting in um, certain venues. They've been to Texas. They've been to Los Angeles and everything. And they're working on the East Coast tour, which one day, one day I would love to do something like that. And it's not even to pretty much well I mean it would be because I mean I would I wouldn't mind podcasting in these places but I want to go to different places to meet other podcasters and podcasts with them I know out there in Jersey I mean ice in the face they they I've heard I've been listening to ice in the face I know they're going through some um stuff over there on there and I wish them the best of luck and that they get through all the um the issues and everything but I've been listening to them the life of me podcasting and they've always had this thing to where they want to go state to state or go from east coast to west coast and stop at different podcasters place and record and do podcasts and everything and ever since I heard them put that idea out into the air into existence that's been something that's been stuck in my mind I want to do the same thing I want to go to New Jersey and podcast with them I want to go to daggone freaking Cali and podcast with Sean even though he would probably duck me and I would still have to do Skype even though we was in Fresno together <laughs> but um I want to go to Utah and podcast with fucking Jay and Jared I know Jared is in Utah Jay is in Dallas which that's not not that's not difficult. I could probably drive up there and do that. I got a brother that live in Dallas. But anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that offline. So, I mean, it is. I've been even to the uh, fact I'm just pretty much aping ice and the faces idea and everything. They wanted to get a school bus and modify it as a mobile studio or RV or a van or some shit. And I want to do the same thing now. It's, it's, it's to the point to where now I see like those big ass account line vans or government vans. I was like, I want one of those so I can deck it out. Even though I want to take the big red machine I got out there, the big Dodge Grand Caravan, modify it and make it into a mobile studio. But anyway, that, I mean, that might happen in the future. I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, I enjoy doing this a lot. Um, I've met a whole bunch of cool people and it's cool to sit down with, you know, people that kind of inspire you to do things or even got you started or gave you advice or whatever. So, I mean, I kind of feel like that with this episode. So, without further ado, we're going to get into this edition of the Random Rams with Rob podcast featuring Cassie Mandy of the Mixed Feelings podcast. 
said, I'm monitoring my baked potatoes that I have in the oven. I, I'm on cooking. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> I wish I was eating some baked potatoes. I know. Yes. I'm trying to low carb it, so I'm real sad about potatoes right yeah, now. We have a, we're going to have pulled pork stuffed baked potatoes today. Oh. Mm. I saw a recipe the other day, and it was for pulled pork that you cook in a cast iron skillet, and then you pour cornbread on top of it that has like jalapenos and onions in it and bake it. And it's like this weird. So it's like a pot pie? Yeah, but cornbread. That, that's, like that sweet sounds cornbread. like something that you would put pot in. That would literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not against it. <laughs> no, it sounds like something you definitely want to eat after you've had some pot. Yeah. Yes. A literal pot pie. <laughs> I think a stone person came up with this. some recipes. You just know that a stone person came up with. Oh yeah, for sure. Like um, I guess what, what, where y'all originally from? I know it was uh kind of the Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, is that kind of southern? Is is what people? Would- yeah, I mean it's technically like right in the middle, but it's redneck as fuck for sure. <laughs> now, um, as far as cornbread goes or whatever, do you have the traditional cornbread? Or do you have this newfangled shit that my wife come up with? Or she put fucking sour cream and actual cream corn in the shit. And it's more like oh, a... That's a- yeah. Well, we were raised on buttermilk cornbread. Yeah, like the kind that's not even sweet. Um, yeah. But I also like like Jiffy sweet cornbread. Like, I like both of them. I didn't like that until I was an adult. When I was young, I hated it. I was like, cornbread isn't supposed to be sweet. And I thought it was so gross. But now I like it now. But I, I did not like it before because I thought it was wrong. It just seemed I wrong. know. I mean, I never tried it really when I was a kid. I was I was grown too. And I bought it myself. I was like, I'm going to try this shit. So I expanded my horizons with sweet cornbread. Like, but I haven't really had any that you put a bunch of shit in. That's, I mean, not like literal shit, but like yeah. stuff. <laughs> this isn't the movie The Help. <laughs> <laughs> I've um I have seen what you're talking about, Rob. Um, a friend of mine made uh, a corn. They, she called it a cornbread casserole instead of just cornbread, but it was the consistency of cornbread. But it had cream corn and jalapenos in it. Yeah, well, we we have everything minus the jalapenos, which I think my wife would probably love. Some, put some hot shit and some stuff. Cause she, yeah, me too. <laughs> she drowned everything in hot sauce. So. <laughs> oh man, I love hot sauce. Uh, I, I do too. My kids always are so grossed out. They're like, how can you eat that? <laughs> well, I don't think is y- you might like hot sauce. My wife loves hot sauce. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not willing to get into a competition because I'm a uh, novice user of hot sauce. I'm not like... I really like hot sauce on corn on the cob with butter. It's really fucking good. What? <laughs> yeah, put it on corn on the cob. It's really good. Okay. But you have to butter but it is really good i probably won't try that but i'll take your word (laughs) especially if you get like a good mexican hot sauce what's that one that you have the caliente or whatever valentina valentina that was the wrong word entirely (laughs) it had an alente in it (laughs) the thing i'm used to is a tapatio when you go that way yeah now um i don't think i've ever tried that one yeah it's a little dude in the sombrero on the top you got a mustache similar to mine it's very mexican <laughs> yeah, is that a new mustache? I saw your video a minute ago, and I said, "Wait, is that a new mustache?" <laughs> yeah, um, I got this one from Walmart as well. <laughs> I like to swap them out every now and then, you know. A rollback. Yeah, it's, it's he has a like- drawer that he pulls out in the morning. He's like, "What am I going with today? <laughs> the Steve Harvey or the <laughs> Gomez Adams?" Or you should label them all. <laughs> I, I used to when I when I didn't know how to properly shave when I was a youngin. I had a Hitler going on. It was just like. <laughs> 
purpose or that was just what you did on accident? It is kind of both. I, mean, I wouldn't say Hitler. Let's just go Charlie Chaplin. It was a little wild. <laughs> well, it, he was, it was really unfortunate because that mustache was really, really popular back in the day. And now yeah. no one can wear it because of him. Well, they're bringing back all those curly handlebar mustaches. And I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I think that the Hitler is always going to be blacklisted. Yes. No matter what trends do, I think it's I think it's done for. It's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, especially if you throw a bowl cut on top of that. Oh yeah, you get. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I bet you people don't really name their kids Adolf anymore in Europe. Like, and that's a very popular name too for that generation of people. And I bet no one names their kid that anymore. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many Donalds are going to be around after this presidency. Like, ha- like I'd like to see what the statistics are. Like, maybe in five or so years from now, just to see how many kids. Or named Donald, like it dropped right. Yeah, in comparison to before he was the, pre- the president. <laughs> yeah, I'll- I feel like not that many people are naming newborn babies Donald anyway these days. It's kind of like a yeah outdate, and unless it's like a junior and you're just carrying on the name, I don't think that people are like. I think this baby looks like a Donald. I know. I, I don't like it when people give babies like great big ass names like Bartholomew and some weird shit like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, How's your potatoes? Been, uh, using the pencil sharpener. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your timer was going off on your potatoes. Man, I thought I thought the house was falling down. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh shit! <laughs> I'm re- I'm recording. Potatoes cooked here. Is that the little one? Which one is that? Where? It was the. Oh, there you are. Here, come say hi. Hi. Hi hey there. Cat on her head. <laughs> <laughs> it's Florida and it's cold here. It's fifty degrees and I'm freezing. <laughs> okay, you've had your screen time. <laughs> go away. <laughs> hey, I'm a cold. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I have to do that because if she's down here, and she knows that I'm doing this. She's just gonna be in the background, like <laughs> I'm. I they can't resist. <laughs> I think. Yeah, so I just put her on there, let her get a couple seconds, and she leave me alone the rest of the time. <laughs> her 15 minutes of fame, then get out. Well, she, I mean, she's a staple in the show. She done had cameo appearances. She's in all the entrances for the show. <laughs> so, I mean, she, she's a big staple. I'm trying to um, set it up to where her and the other two start doing their own podcast week to week. Oh, oh that'd be cool. I guess. I got to make them do everything. So, I mean, it might work to, work against me to be like oh, <laughs> as long as you don't like wait what was michael jackson's dad's name <laughs> joe. joe yeah don't joe jackson them or anything i said <laughs> <laughs> put out a good quality podcast now <laughs> get you on the top charts okay we gotta be better than joe rogan well, sick of this shit shit you, you got a damn podcast longer than joe rogan to be better than him you do like six hour episodes and shit <laughs> oh my gosh I love him though. He's my hero. Could you, could you refrain from sharpening the pencil, please? You need to I, cut I that your, shit out, child. <laughs> your pencil is sharp enough. <laughs> sharp enough. Look, at some point behind the episode, we're just going to see pencils flying and sticking into the wall behind Rob. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, like lawn darts. Yeah. But like, um, I've had them on i think i had them on my daughter the oldest one i had her on here once we talked about uh wonder woman when it first came out in theaters we both went see that together oh um, i still haven't seen that movie i haven't either why you're a woman it has woman in the title i am so horrible unless it's a kid's movie 
and it came out in the last five years, I probably haven't seen it unless it was like on Netflix or I ordered it. But I don't go to the movies anymore. I don't have time. I My personal reason for not seeing it was I wasn't happy with the actress they cast. I feel like she's too... I mean, she, she may be great, but like I personally, when I think of... <laughs> I know, when I think of Wonder Woman and Amazon, I think of a big, strong-ass bitch. Like, that's how she was in the comics. She wasn't dainty. She was fucking muscly, dude. And... I don't know. Like, it's not believable for me. They're an Amazon race. Well, I don't know. I mean... I feel like there were plenty of, like, really good MMA female, like, fighters slash actresses. Like, who was that one girl? Oh, shit. What was her name? China should have been Wonder Woman. China's dead. I know. But they should have made it before <laughs> she died. I mean, well, she kind of was Wonder Woman. But there's... God, I can't think of her name. Xena Warrior Princess. Who the hell was that? Yeah. I mean, even Lois, that's more I mean, she's believable. Like 70, but yeah. But I'm saying someone who looks like that. That's kind of what I had in mind. I just thought of someone. I'm not trying to get them to bring people out of retirement to be Wonder Woman at the age of 70. I'm just, I don't know. Well, they can see the iron if you're going to go that route. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I don't actively hate on it or shit on it or anything because of the casting. It's just, it was one of those things that was like, I'm not going to go see that. Well, um, I mean, I enjoyed the movie or whatever. I think so far. At this current point in time, even with Justice League being out, it's the best DC movie that they ever put out. Um, Is it pretty good? Yeah, next to The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger's Joker and everything, that's one of the best DC movies that's out there right now. No. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm just not giving it a chance because I'm an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I might see it when it comes on TV or something. I'm just not going to actively go out and give it my money. Does, does things even come on TV anymore? Do they play movies on TV? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have to. Probably that. I don't either, really. When it's on Netflix, I'll watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but who watches Netflix? Because I think it's a trope now that anytime Netflix is on, I think it's the sexy time happening. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. I'm over here watching it by my damn self. (laughs) Well, you have. I don't know. I watch more Hulu now than Netflix and HBO Go, but. Yeah, and there's no chill criteria with those two apps. So, I mean. No. But, I mean, the only thing I ever watch on Netflix is, like, weird documentaries. I never watch movies, really, on there. Or oh. comedy specials. I'm really into weird documentaries. What weird ones have you watched lately? I watch all the Hitler ones all the time, speaking okay. of the mess- mustache. I don't know why. <laughs> You're just always watching, yeah, watching some Nazi Germany shit. Yeah, I like alien stuff. Anytime I can find alien shit, I'm all about it. I'll just watch the fuck out of it. So, so I'm assuming you believed in... Uh, yeah, of course. Are you, are <laughs> Look how ha- big the universe is. There's no way we're the only ones here. Are you happy we're that X-Files is coming away. back? Do what? Are you happy that X-Files are coming back? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just am. saw a commercial for that when I was watching football earlier and they are playing the music. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I saw the commercial for it. I was like, is this happening? What? <laughs> I'm excited. Do you think it's going to be good? Yeah, I've never really watched it, even when it was live, when it was actually on the air. I never, yeah, I knew of it. I knew of the iconic theme music. I knew of the characters. I used to watch it, but like, I'd never, I haven't gone back and revisited it at all. Like as a, as an adult, it was more of one of those like teenage. I'm high and I'm going to watch the X-Files kind of thing. When it was really popular, I was too young to be watching. I mean, I was probably like eight or nine when it was at the height of its popularity. So I wasn't into that shit. I was like, we were scared of everything anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But like, um, you can't even watch Hocus Pocus. Oh, what? Yeah. I love that movie. I got that bitch on Blu-ray. 
<laughs> I love that movie too. I can watch the movie. I just don't watch the parts where they come back to life and stuff. They get, <laughs> don't. I don't want to talk about. First, I don't want to talk about this. Hocus pocus. <laughs> I don't want to talk about anything that makes me look bad. <laughs> baby likes hocus pocus. Come on. <laughs> Mandy didn't come here to get roasted. Well, I'm getting better. I'm trying to... I've been listening to... Um, dude, Hitler is scarier than fucking Hocus Pocus. No, I don't care about real life. True crime and all that stuff doesn't scare me. I can watch people get murdered all day, but I don't like paranormal stuff. So you don't like That's none of I- the paranormal activity movies? No, I don't like any of that kind mm. of stuff. That movie kind of messed me up when I watched it. I think I... I got damn kids. Sharpening up them pencils. I know. Uh, they're just having their own sidebar in the kitchen. <laughs> so what's been up with you lately, Rob? What's going on? My blood pressure because I'm trying to buy a house. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> well, congratulations, though. That's Yay. awesome. I guess. It's, it's, in Houston? Yeah. I mean, I say it all the time. It's not my house anyway. It's, it's for them. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I just like you, you give me a. <laughs> well, they'll let you put your stuff inside of it. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> That's how I got married. She let me put my stuff inside of it. <laughs> That's how this whole situation came about. And now we're trying to have a happy home. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Now I got to buy houses and stuff as a result. <laughs> oh man, but it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like she didn't have like a great you know, childhood and shit, you know, good family structure and all that stuff. And on the opposite side of the coin, I, I had that, you know, with, yeah. with my mother and father and everything. So it's just like now as an adult for her from, you know, what I gather and everything is just like getting all those things that she missed out on. Cause this house has a pool, it has a theater Aww. room and all that shit. So we can do a lot of family junk. And um, so it's just like, a rebirth for her, you know, just like, yeah, I think a lot of people do that though. Once they're able to do it for themselves, they kind of try to do what they think they missed out on in their younger years. Yeah. 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 I, I have no, no qualms with that and everything. I mean, I've seen the people she grew around, grew up around. I've heard all the horror stories and everything. And I was like, uh, yeah, let me, uh, here. Just, <laughs> um, let's let's do better. Yeah. I'll make this rain let's on you. On that. <laughs> but, Is the housing market crazy in Houston? Nah, well, it's kind of iffy right now because of the whole shit with Harvey. You know. Oh yeah. So you got to get somebody in there to inspect and make sure when they say make sure it wasn't flooded out and yeah. all that. Yeah, it's like this out. house was not flooded, but when you look yeah. at some of the details and comments, it's like. Fully refurnished this, fully refurnished that, fully refaced this. So if it wasn't flooded, why did you do all this stuff and kind of make it? Yeah, what happened? (laughs) What was going on? Fresh Mm -hmm. drywall. Okay, that makes me wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not something you just replace every day in your house. I think we need to do something about the drywall in here, honey. Like, no, (laughs) no, unless they're like just punching holes steady through the fucking drywall every day. That could be a thing. I knew somebody who did that. I I grew up with a cat (laughs) in high school. It's just like the house that they used to live in it was just like this big old house and everything and there's like drywall was like i don't even know what that was it's just like if you leaned up against it the right way you you fall right in between the beams and shit (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that that's one of those things um, that's different between the sexes. Because raising a teenage girl, I feel like the chances of you having to worry about them punching holes in their room yeah. is very slim. I mean, it might happen, but probably not really. A boy, as soon as he gets that testosterone going, he's just punching everything. And you're like, God damn it, Timmy! And he's like, I have the funniest story about someone punching in some drywall, <laughs> as a matter of fact. So Stevie's dad, um, his name is Nick. We were high school sweethearts, right? And it was prom i believe and you know we obviously were sexually active because i had stevie at the age of 17 but like i remember it was right after prom and we came back to his house and we were about to like do the deed and everything was all romantic and his friend josh comes banging on the door saying you gotta come with me nigga's talking shit we gotta go whoop his ass and (laughs) nick is literally like wearing these tuxedo g-strings and he got so fucking mad and he like punched a hole in the wall with his tuxedo g-strings on and then put his clothes on and went to go beat somebody up and i was like oh <laughs> so, God as a it. parent those are not the kind of problems i want to have <laughs> and that's why i'm glad i have two daughters josh was the worst cock blocker ever in in fucking history and nick didn't handle it well he's like why are you beating him up you're supposed to be beating me up damn it <laughs> Uh, so yeah that night was ruined but it was funny to watch him like beat up the wall in those underwears (laughs) the same dudes that i'm talking about it's just it got to a point up there in that room to where they just started making use of the holes (laughs) no they started making use of the holes they made like it was like closets and shit they would put stuff oh no they started like (laughs) setting shit in there they put a lava lamp inside (laughs) so yeah that's horrible yeah pretty soon it's just gonna look like a, a framed out room that doesn't have any drywall on it um, yeah you see all the wires in the wall and stuff they're like they we'll start, just keep it this way it's cheaper they decorate it make it look like shadow boxes everywhere <laughs> it's just freaking punched out holes i mean sometimes you gotta get creative do you remember when our cousin mike um busted well i don't know if you remember but I don't know, did you ever hear the stories about when he threw a party and they busted a hole in the wall and granny and paul were out of town and they uh had watched some kind of home improvement show about how you could quote unquote repair small drywall issues with toast um as <laughs> yeah and they believed this shit so they tried to make like toast drywall and paint over it and then it molded and fucking fell through <laughs> ew well, see, if it held, this how it worked. This how it'll go, though. If it held long enough, like it had some longevity behind that toast before it molded and fell out, you could be like, "Well, God, Grandma, what I mean, who you bought this house from? I mean, there's some shit. <laughs> what happened here? Well, I know they couldn't have gotten away with that because our grandparents built the house. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't a house before they lived there. Well, damn, Grandma, y'all did some shitty work to this house. I know. What kind of contractors did you hire? Dude, our grandpa did do a lot of, like, drunk construction, though. Because I don't know if you ever noticed, but he put all the doors in the house wrong. Like, they all opened into each other in the wrong way and shit in the hallway. And he had, like, later on down the road, they had to go back and turn a bunch of them around. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's that's one of the regrets I have, but... uh would be in a kid because my dad could make and build and fix anything or whatever. And he would try to show me how to do this shit. And I'd just be like, um, if you're just going to do it, why should I just be <laughs> Why do I need to know? <laughs> and now you don't have the skills. And now you're patching up drywall with toast. <laughs> well, I use like banana pills and just <laughs> stretch it over there. No, he's going to save the baked potato skins tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save those. Put a little bit of bacon grease over the top. Yeah. Hey, it could. Yeah, it might work. It's a good plaster. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like a new form of recycling and going green. I know that stuff sticks to everything. Compost house. <laughs> Compost house. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just in wake of us, you know, trying to purchase this home and everything, it's just like I've been looking on YouTube, like, all right, how can I build a soundproof room? Because I'm like, my whole por- portion of the thing is like, all right. I'm going to be looking for this house. More than likely, it's going to be the house that she wants and everything. But while, you know, she's finding a place that's perfect for her in her mind, I'm like, all right, I can use this space and maybe build that into a podcast studio. Or I can use this spot in the backyard, put some concrete back there, build a shed, put all my shit in it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I look at houses like that, too, though, because when um, I move out, I mean, it's a necessity. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to find a place that's going to be suitable for the podcast because you don't realize how important it is to have like a really good dedicated space until you don't have one anymore. As you can tell. (laughs) 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 Motherfucker sharpening pencils running through here and shit. I ain't got no doors on this motherfucker. (laughs) Where were you guys when you were stationed before you retired? Uh, We were in Fort Lennonwood, Missouri. Oh, okay. It's yeah. halfway between St. Louis and Springfield, where the Simpsons live. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, we lost the kitty. <laughs> oh, she, there was a heater on. But yeah, it's just we lived there for two years before we I retired and we came out here. And um, even then, I, I was just the way that house was. I loved that house. If we could put that house on wheels and just take it with us to Texas. I would have loved that so damn much. Oh, yeah. But it was like upstairs was the kitchen, the living room, and it was uh, me and my wife's room, and it was another room that was up there that she turned into her office. That was just upstairs. Downstairs was like a whole nother house almost. It was a the living room. Oh, wow like a fireplace area and then all the kids rooms, another bathroom, all that shit was down. Was it a basement? Yeah. It, well, it's bigger than a basement. It's just like they took two houses and stacked them on top of each other and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, what I, I miss know about you, Florida is we don't have basements here at all. I know what you're talking about. There's a lot of houses in Kentucky that are like that format and a lot of them will have the garages inside of it too. Yeah. Um, but it's still like even that much more space. Because there's still also a basement, so it's almost like three levels. Because like the way the house was set up is like if you drove up to it, like the front part of it, you would only see the first story. Because all the because the second story is underground, pretty much. Is <laughs> built. Yeah, so it's like half of it is like we had a lot of houses that were on like there was yeah, a hill and then had a walkout basement. Yeah, you don't see that shit in Florida. There's a lot of structures. There's not enough hills here. There aren't any hills here. Everything's just, just flat and sand. It's, but it's not enough hills. Like, it's not enough ground. You gotta fucking dig too low. You're gonna be I, underwater. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's true. Floating away. There's a lot of fucking sinkholes and shit down here. And I'm surprised there haven't been more after all of the flooding and stuff with the hurricane. Like I was worried about that because we're in a flood zone where we're at, like where my house is right now. And I I feel like that is the worst way to go out is to be sleeping in your house, just get eaten by the fucking ground. Like just to wake up and you're like, Oh, this is it. Ah!" (laughs) And then you're gone. You must be fucking up in life real hard for that. Elizabeth, I'm coming to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that happened 
to a guy in yeah, Plant City, which is like an hour away from here on the other side of Tampa. Um, it was in the middle of the afternoon. He was laying in his bed and the whole house just got ate up by a sinkhole. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get him out. They, it was collapsing on itself faster than they could dig it out. And it like the ground around it wasn't stable. So they just had to let him drown in dirt. Yeah, it's like, well, sorry. <laughs> Sucks to be cool. you. <laughs> but That would suck. But yeah, just the whole studio thing, man. It's just like the this house. It has a fifth bedroom. There's five of us, but you know, husband and wife share a room. But yeah, they, they took that unless you fuck up. Yeah, that couch <laughs> over there. Yeah, unless you get kicked out tonight. <laughs> Don't think you're sleeping in here tonight, buddy. It's just that um the the fifth room they had they turned it into this big entertainment room. They got like cinema seats and they got a projector from the ceiling and a screen and i'm just like y'all gonna leave the shit here and it was like (laughs) yeah you buy the house it's yours i was like that's good because like (laughs) there's a fifth room i can podcast in here and then the more i thought about it as much as we watch movies and how much we are movie heads around here it would be the same thing, even though it has doors and it's like his own little. Yeah, but somebody device. else would always want to be using it too. Exactly. Yeah. I'm in here trying to record with y'all and shit, and I got people in here eating popcorn and trying to watch Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy and shit. And I'm just like, can can, can y'all give me like five minutes, like ten minutes? You'll have to get one of those on air signs that you can put on the door to it. That shit. That light work. up. Or will they just ignore that? Yeah, they just like fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The people who don't pay any damn bills in the house always think everything's theirs. I know. I mean, and then it's just been like, I've I've received death stares. Because like, if I (laughs) look this way, that's the bedroom to our, 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 the door to our bedroom. And I can be in here, ha ha ha, podcasting is glorious. Then I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) my guests are like, oh shit. It's like, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but to go into podcasting, um, when did y'all first discover podcasting? Not actually, you know, making the, the um, decision to start your own, but like, when did you first come across podcasting as a whole? Um, I started, I think I started listening to podcasts before you because I kind of got you turned on to Joe Rogan and everything when I moved down here from Kentucky. Um, I started listening to Mysterious Universe. Joe Rogan and what was the other thing? Oh, and Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Um, those were my first three podcasts that I started listening to when I was living in Kentucky and I was doing like my office cubicle job. And it was like really my first opportunity. Like it was the first time in a position where I didn't have to be on a phone or like have to talk to people. So I was literally just sitting there either listening to music all day, which was fine until you start listening to the same shit over and over and you're like, Oh my God, I can't, I'm going crazy. Ah. And (laughs) you start slowly slipping into madness. If you're, I I don't know. It, it's just so, it was so nice to hear people think and talk and have some kind of opinion on things. And honestly, it kind of started like making me think outside of the box, especially Joe Rogan, because he has so many different guests on there that it was always like, like, it's never the same. It, anything that I listen to, I might hear something and it 
triggers me to go and start reading up or seeking out a podcast on a different subject. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those good branching out kind of shows. And so that was when I first started, it was about seven years ago, I guess. And then once we got down, once I moved down here to Florida, I was like, man, you gotta listen to Joe Rogan. She's like, all right. And I think from there, like our love for just conversation and shit talking. And we realized that we could do that too. (laughs) Like, I mean, what other podcast did you listen to, like, other than JRE in the beginning? Um, I listened to um, a lot of true crime podcasts and, um, like, news type of shows, mostly. Fuck that. You sound enthralled. You sound thrilled about it. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I, was <laughs> no, just I don't know. Why, I don't know um, why you said that like that. You're just like. Joe Rogan and some news. No, <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I don't know why I came out like that. Um, I'm trying to think um, of what I was listening to before. Um, I listened to all the available episodes of Dan Carlin pretty quick, and then yeah. there was no more, and that was sad. I know. <laughs> I ran through them all like in about three or four months, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of um, comedy ones that... I really like I, I when I first started listening I was listening a lot to um you made it weird yeah but then it kind of started getting weird so I stopped yeah, listening it, to it. <laughs> it did actually start legit getting weird I kind of got sidetracked from that too I really like Doug Benson too his uh Doug loves loves news podcast and he has the YouTube um getting Doug with high show that he does and so those are some of my first like well other than Joe Rogan those were like my first introduction to like weed and podcasting situations so it just started all of my things i like started marrying together and i was like we can do this mandy this is a thing that we can make happen we can just get high and drink wine and talk shit (laughs) and it's funny too because we grew up you know cousins in kentucky which is basically like sisters and our mentality level when we moved away from each other was (laughs) was <laughs> our our mentality level when we moved away from each other was you know the ages of like what was i like 12 and you were like 10 or 9 or something i think i was 10 when we moved down here and then when we got back together it was almost like we picked up where we left off like we we still laugh at the same goofy ass shit when we were kids Like, I mean, and you saw us on Instagram with goddamn dinosaur puppets i don't even know why we did that where did <laughs> <laughs> I did see Weed. that. That was hilarious. <laughs> we were actually sober then, but how long have you been into podcasts? Uh, shit. And um, I had this conversation over the past couple of episodes, but I, I can't really pinpoint it. I know what the first podcasts were and uh, my progression from, you know, starting with that one podcast going on to, you know, mm-hmm. here and now, but I don't remember when this was. It's just, um, I think it was when they actually put the app on the phone, you know? Uh, so I'm- Yeah, I think that um, it wasn't too long after that that I was listening to them, too, because I never noticed it on the phone before. And then I'm like, well, what is this? But I never really it was maybe like a year after it was uh, installed yeah. on the phone all the time that I was like, OK. I think that's what it really was, because um, I don't have a recollection of listening to shows before then because it was just like yeah. I only watch wrestling on TV and I, <laughs> I watch movies and shit like that. I, I never really knew what podcast was, but when I got the iPhone and then the app just mysteriously popped up this little yeah. square, I was just like, 
what is this? What is this pod podcast? This podcast you speak of. What well, and um, <laughs> I I had not been at my office job for too long either, and before that I worked at a daycare, so I couldn't have just sat down and listened to a show. While I was at work and at home, everything's crazy. So I never listen at home. But once I was kind of tethered to a desk, I was, like she said, I was really running out of audio to listen to. I feel like podcasts, when you listen to them at work, when you have an office job, it's going to do one of two things to you. And sometimes both. It'll either make you, A, start, like, snapping out of whatever weird, like, tunnel vision you were in, like, in your cubicle. And you start waking up and slowly hating everything about what you're doing. And you're like, why am I even doing this? (laughs) Or... You know, you're content with your job and it makes you work harder and better. And it's like there that's very those are two very opposite ends of the spectrum. But I don't know. I feel like you do yourself a disservice by not listening to podcasts and like not listening to different ones and like letting ones, you know, branch you off into another subject that you might have not even known you were interested in. It's it's kind of like. It's just infectious. Yeah. I'm still shocked as as popular as podcasts are, how many people, people don't know. even know what they are and yeah. have never listened to one in their life. It, it's like, have you literally been under a rock? Because yeah. there is so many, there's probably millions of shows out there, hundreds of categories. There is something for everyone out there. If you just look for it, there's going to be something that you absolutely love. You could be, you could like cross stitch and there's probably a cross stitch podcast yeah. out there and they're talking <laughs> about exactly what you want to talk about, but none of your friends are into it. So it's, it's like you have these virtual friends that you hang out with all the time and you listen and you kind of like get to know them. And I just, it blows my mind when people aren't open to trying them and they haven't tried them yet. Yeah. It's just like um, that one picture that was circulating around the internet is the guy, he was eating noodles in front of a picture of other people talking. He's like, this is what it's like when you listen to a podcast. (laughs) I never saw that. It's great. It's just like a picture of a group of people just like having a conversation and he was just kind of leaning up against it, eating some food or whatever. Like he was a part of the conversation. (laughs) But that is a pretty good uh, representation. You know what I think is going to happen with, you know, augmented reality and virtual reality becoming more like now that they're working on it and it's, you know, it's out there and more developers are going to work with with it and try to um, make it, you know, just more than it just yep. video games. I think there are going to be times like we could put a little 3d camera right in the middle of where of our podcast room. And you as a, you know, virtual reality user eventually are just going to be able to sit in the room with people while they're podcasting yep. and be able to have the option to look around the room because it's, you know, the whole 360 camera thing. I think that's going to be the shit. Well, like, I'm excited for that. I would love to sit in the chair next to Joe Rogan and it feel like I'm right there. Well, it's all, it's already happening because um, I think is uh, it? Ice in the Face is another um, podcast I listen to. And they already talking about how they're going to start doing mm-hmm. shows like that. So it's either happening now or it's very close to already happening. Yeah. With the VR headsets and all the other crazy shit. So, I mean, you're not too far off. I'm excited. I want it to happen. The future is now, Rob. <laughs> well, between, I feel like something's going to happen to make them more mainstream and there's going to be no turning back once it happens. It just, it hasn't happened yet. It's one of those things where it's like a well-kept or a, what do they call it? Like a, the best kept secret? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's out there and most people know about it, but there's so many that don't. And it's not one of those things that you necessarily talk about all the time to everyone that you know, unless, you know, obviously we do because we do it. But if you're just a casual listener, you might not be talking to everybody all the time about what you do while you're at work, what you're listening to. I think the turning point is going to be if they start putting podcasts, like real podcasts on like FM radio. 
Because I feel like that's the audience that doesn't get podcasts or hardly anything else that's new. If you're literally listening to your radio in your car or all the time at home, it means either you're technologically unsavvy and like completely, and you probably still have a flip phone, but there might be podcasts out there you like to listen to. You just don't know about them or you are, maybe you're really poor or something. <laughs> <laughs> One of those two and things. Um, I don't know. I listen to the radio in my car because especially well, for new stuff. Well, but, but no, the reason why I listen to the radio in the car is because all the podcasts that I listen to are like mature content and I don't listen to them around the kids. And when I'm riding in the car with them, yeah. I put on the radio cause I know it's going to be safe enough. Cause there's only so many things they can say on the radio. And, um, sometimes I just don't want to think about what I want to listen to. Picking music to me is really hard. Like for me to scroll be. through my phone, and decide what <laughs> album I want to put on. I'd rather put it on a station that I know I generally like the music they play and I'll hear something I like, which is mostly the freaking old channel, but that's okay. As far as that music stuff goes or whatever, it's just like, <laughs> all right, when, with the iPhone shit or whatever, and iTunes, when they um, incorporated the thing to where like, if you have music on your computer, it'll jam, just take the music that you put into the computer, mm-hmm. send it to your profile and everything, and it'll beam it to all your device. So mm-hmm. there was a point in time to where I used to download music heavily. I used to like, oh man, I just love me some motherfucking Master P and No Limit. I gotta have <laughs> ah. every goddamn Master P album, every No Limit album out there in existence. So the shocker. Yeah. And I, and I did that and I downloaded every No Limit album that, to ever be released. <laughs> and I put it on my computer and I uploaded it all in the iTunes and I made sure everything had the cover art. It was named properly and I did oh, all this shit. It. it was a labor of love. <laughs> And now, many, many years later after doing that, it still synced to my account and I pull up my phone and every now and then I press random select and I think I'm going to hear tons of the new music that I just put on my motherfucking device. And nope, Master P will come up. Nope. Sit the Shaka come up. Nope. <laughs> Mr. Servon will come up. Nope. Mr. Uh, Mac would come up. Just all oh. kinds of no limit shit that I long so forgot about. That I downloaded in a fit of no limit fever. <laughs> <laughs> no limit fever. Is that like scarlet fever at all? <laughs> there was no limits to the bounds that I went to to download all this music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I don't know. I really think that it's on the horizon because everyone's stream, not everyone, but most people are streaming their music now rather than listening to the radio. And a lot of the streaming services are offering podcasts now. Like I know TuneIn is providing radio and um there was a or, or i'm sorry podcast and there was another one spotify yeah spotify well, now yeah but there, uh, i can't think of the other but anyway so i mean people who are using those as their radio outlet now they have another option to get exposed to this so i don't know i think it's just a matter of time before it gets kind of crazy another thing that i think is going to be a factor in like bringing podcasts more out into the mainstream is as as silly as it sounds, I think people not trusting TV and like mainstream media anymore, like not not entirely distrustful, but getting to the point where you're just like this fucking bullshit again. Like people are going to start looking for other routes. And I think once you get a taste of like podcasting and hearing people just talk off the cuff and be real, it makes you kind of almost disgusted with things that are so scripted and like obvious that a, bo- a boardroom full of like old fat Jewish guys came up with. And it's like, what? no, no one would ever say this. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it just gives people the opportunity to be real and listen to people be real and without 
listening to all the garbage that's just thrown at us on TV that's, I mean, at the risk of sounding like a tinfoil hat where it's all predetermined, it's all written, it's all scripted. No one on TV is like, they're all fucking androids as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they're not real people. Because I, I don't even watch TV anymore. It's, I don't either. Because like, like, I mean, I, all the content that I consume visually is either in Blu-ray form, digital form, or Hulu, Netflix, uh, the WWE yeah. Network, all this shit. It's like everything is catered to me what I want to watch. Like the news come on and I'm just like, Ugh, I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't watch the news. I used to watch the news every single morning before work. And now I just don't even turn the TV on when I'm getting ready in the morning. Like, you don't have to. If you want to know about the world, you can just look at your phone for a second and be like, that's enough. And just put it away. Yeah, because Twitter is notorious for that. It's just like, um, speaking of wrestling. Dude, um, his name is Rich Swan. He's a cruiser. Oh, they just got arrested. Yeah, for um, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, for battery assault and uh, forcible kidnapping. What forcible kidnapping? What did he do? I don't know. I haven't read the articles yet. I just seen the mugshot with the um, profile and everything. So, that but do you know what his stage name is? Rich Swan. <laughs> Oh. Is that, that's what he goes by? Yeah, that's that's what he goes by on TV. I don't know his actual name. Oh, oh, I thought that was his real name because I I was looking at the picture and he kind of looked familiar, but I couldn't think of what his name was. So he must not be like a big guy. Nah, he, he just like he made his name independently, and then he just been with the WWE for like maybe a year or two now. Fucked uh, it up now, beating and kidnapping on people. Yeah, so I mean, I <laughs> I haven't read the the article yet, but that's what I got from the little <laughs> captions in the mugshot and everything. So. The reason I knew he wasn't that big of a deal was because he was home in Florida and everybody else from the WWE is over in India right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all the superstars. So I was like, he must not be that popular because he's home <laughs> fighting people. <laughs> yeah. And shit. Um, it can't like I seen it through other wrestling sources on the Internet and everything. But um, a little while ago, before I came in here and start setting up, I just seen the actual blurb coming from wwe itself the verified account is like he's um is non-tolerated and he's suspended indefinitely so well he done fucked up you done fucked up sir speaking of wrestling people hulk hogan comes and eats at my restaurant all the time (laughs) yeah he's super cool he's really nice and he's like humongous and he eats the most ridiculous amount of food i've ever seen in my life um a lot of wrestlers live in this area because, like, their NXT thing is yeah. around here somewhere. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot. Chris Jericho lives around here, and so does um, the. What's the people who own the gym? Above? Actually, he came in and offered us all free memberships the other day. Bushwhacker Luke. You remember the Bushwhackers yeah, yeah. from back in the day? <laughs> yeah, Bushwhacker Luke. And he looks like shit, but he's. <laughs> He's, he dyes his hair black and combs it forward, and it's real weird. But it's still really short, so it's like this strange haircut. I don't even know. It's almost like a mohawk, but it's also almost like maybe he got hair and glued it onto his head. But um, And he's kind of buff, but kind of old man. So it's kind of buff, <laughs> but kind of old man. Yeah, and also kind of sad. This is a weird situation. And he always, <laughs> <laughs> and he always wears sunglasses. But, um, no, he has a gym right on Clearwater Beach. Um, if you live on the beach, you get a discount. And he came in and offered. But he was real sexist about it. He came up. He's like, where's the manager at? And we're like, oh, he's right over here. He's like, I just want to say this is the best meal I ever had. And if any of the girls here want to come in and get a free membership, just let me know. And we're like, and my boss is like, can I come in and get a membership? And he's like, 
I'll give you a discount. <laughs> Heck no, listen. That's he's perfect. old and he's earned the right to know that he just wants to look at some ladies. Yeah, I know. And as do everybody else. Cause yeah. <laughs> he, he know, at this point in life, he knows what he wants. He doesn't want to see any dudes throwing weights around. He wants to see the chicks. I know. Yeah. He's honest about it. You got to admire a man who's honest. Yeah, I mean, and that's, 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 that I know. that's a um, business move. The dude's going to go where the ladies at. Well, that's yeah it's like uh, ladies night drink free you get the ladies in for free all the guys are going to come and buy the drinks yeah is that what ladies night is all about yeah that's what ladies night is all about charlie brown yeah wherever <laughs> it's like if you build it they will come mm-hmm. you let the ladies in the dudes are going to flock yeah. maybe that's what he wants to do i mean i don't it, it's a good idea it's a good business move i guess yeah. but hulk hogan comes in a lot um his son nick looks like fucking garbage everybody's looking like shit except for hulk hogan's wife and daughter they look awesome yeah but everybody else is just decrepit just, um just randomly <laughs> bring a microphone in there and be like hey you want to <laughs> do some things why hold this microphone awkwardly <laughs> <laughs> i actually kind of want to ask him to come on the show i'm trying to like we're kind of we're kind of like restaurant server waitress customer friends but i I don't know if we're close enough to invite him to come on the show. He might be weird about it since all that Gawker stuff happened. Oh, yeah, and that shit, uh, the recording came out of him saying the N-word a whole bunch of times. I know. But you know what? I don't even care. <laughs> I still love him. I don't care. I'll just be like, can um, we record together with you knowing? So... <laughs> <laughs> so you don't sue me for $500 million that I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be, I have to go into your debt, like, and be a slave, a human slave for the rest of my life. That won't look too well for him, though, after all that no. shit. No, um, I don't know if it happened yet or y'all was working on it or anything, but um, didn't y'all snag something with Willow Walker Jr.? Yeah, now he's in rehab. What? Okay. Did you see that? He posted all that shit on social media about how he's taking a break so he can go into rehab. No. So we got a hold Wait, of... Wait, I'm going to I'm gonna have to look this up while you're talking. <laughs> so, yeah, we reached out to Wheeler Walker Jr. And he said he'd come on the podcast. And he listened to the show and he thought it was good. And we were like, oh, awesome, cool. And so he kept rescheduling like over and over and over again. So I'm not going to shit on him. I think he was just busy with the tour. But I did threaten him and say, all right, if you cancel again, you have to send me nudes. And he said, all right, that's fair. So I might get a dick pic from him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I guess maybe after he's... Do we want him on after he's out of rehab? Yeah, that's a good comeback story. Yeah, I guess so. It might be. Are you reading it? Yeah. It's like heavy. I don't. <laughs> I know. I read it and I was like, I don't know if I'm mad about this or if I feel upset that he's having so, so many issues. <laughs> uh, is it rehab from drugs or is it rehab from vagina that he continues to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Harvey Weinstein went to rehab in Europe apparently to stop touching people. Oh. Is that really something you can be rehabilitated for? I don't know. I can't stop touching my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she but like, she's a consenting adult. It's totally different. Yeah, sometimes I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Like, stop well, it. she I'm accepted like, the ring, so she got to take what she gets now. Yeah. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> it's like I can't help it, and she she come to the realization that I can't help it. It was like one time she was in there folding laundry, and she just ha- so happened to lean over the basket, and I just so happened to brush myself against her, her hindquarters. <laughs> and I had am- her hindquarters. <laughs> I had ample. She's not a prize pony. <laughs> <laughs> I had ample amount of room to get around and everything. I mean, I could have went a whole another way and everything, but I just couldn't help it. And she's like, "You really can't help it, can you?" I was like, "No." <laughs> 
awesome. Well, yeah. Hey, there's a lot of men who don't want to touch their wives anymore, so she's still got it. Yeah. yeah. That's shit. Just keep up with those hindquarters, girl. <laughs> yeah, hindquarters. <laughs> the hindquarters and haunches. <laughs> Damn, all the sweet meats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know of a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweet me. <laughs> um, who's that? Okay, so when I was working at this bar, Wait, he's dying. He's dying. Oh, no, he's okay now. Right, okay, um, when I was working at this bar in downtown Clearwater, there was this guy that came in, and his brother is a WWE guy, and he's been messaging us and wants to come on the show. But who's Austin Aries? Do you know who that Whoa. is? Yeah. Get that dude. <laughs> yeah. I know he's um, and, 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 if, and if you, for whatever, whatever reason, you just feel like you don't know him well enough, just um, refer him over to the Random Realms with me. <laughs> um, he can leave okay. me a voicemail. He can go on a media blitz. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. His little, yeah, his little brother's been messaging. Um, I don't know if I should like oust him like this or not, but they both definitely smoke weed. And they always like try to get me to hook them up when they're in town. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't have said that. Oh. Maybe we should cut that out. I don't know. I don't care. He'd be okay. Right. He'd be <laughs> right. It's not legal in Florida yet. So. Well, I will say if, if it ever if it damages Austin Aries's like persona or anything to say that I never talked to him personally, just his brother. Yeah. So. But yeah, man, if you can snag that, I would I would go ahead and do that. He's a definitely an interesting dude. He's been in the wrestling game for many, many years. He just finished up a small stint in the WWE. So I think that would be a good and I think at the current time he's plugging a book right now. So I mean, publicity for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, we don't normally do very many interviews, but they've kind of been coming at us lately, and they're good ones that we don't want to not say no to, so we're kind of stepping out of the box here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's all I do anyway, so. <laughs> I mean. Well, that's like, we never made ours an interview-based podcast, mostly because that's like, I feel like I'm too dumb to make that shit work on a consistent basis. Like this is the first time I've ever done anything like this. And even though it's been a while, like we're always learning, we're always fucking shit up and having to figure out how to fix it. So to add another variable in there with another person, sometimes that gets intimidating, but we're getting better at it. So we've kind of been trying to, yeah, if good ones come along, we don't say no now, which I feel like before it would have been like, no, we don't do that. But yeah, and if a good opportunity presents itself, who are we to say no? And, and, and you know, that's a, a testament to to the both of you or whatever is that enough people listen to you, the banter between the both of you and the um, atmosphere that you create with your podcast or whatever. It was like, I want to hang out with them. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get me on. Yeah, it, that is nice. That It's always nice when people are repeat listeners because you're like, oh, they actually like what the hell they hear and they yeah. want to keep hearing <laughs> You know, our new episode just uh, went out on Friday. Wait, when was it? Friday. And um, someone messaged me on Instagram. They DM'd my personal account and said, I would pay to see you. And I was like, or I will pay to see you. They said, will, like in present tense. And I was like, what? (laughs) And they were like, you said in your new episode, you're going to do live shows. And I was like, oh, 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 that's that's what you mean. (laughs) I know. At first, I was like, how much you want to pay? <laughs> and it's just looking, right? But- yeah. yeah. And, and that, that's another thing that I wanted to get into. I mean, what um, made you decide to go do live shows and everything? Because uh, fucking crazy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, 
we never thought about doing live shows until it was about this time last year. And I was just, um, I had seen some of my favorite shows were doing live shows. I mean, obviously much bigger scale than us. And we had fans like messaging us from all over. And I was like, I feel like we could, and that's, that's when we went to um, Austin, Texas and on to Los Angeles for the first time. Yeah. Um, We called it the doing something, even if it's wrong tour, which just had two stops. (laughs) (laughs) But um, in, um, in Austin, we had been messaging back and forth with this cool band out there, Jomo and the Possum Posse. There's a local from that area, but they're like YouTube stars. And um, they said that if we ever came out there, they would play live at our show. And then we had um, hooked up with another girl on Instagram, um, Jenny, and she was like, come to LA, you have a yeah. place to stay, this and that. So it was just, yeah, everything just fell into place. Yeah. So we're like, All right. It was an excuse to travel, really, and do something kind of productive on the way. And then it turned into be a really good opportunity. So we did it again. And we're trying to um, head up north this spring. We want to hit... Um, Definitely New York and possibly DC at this point. That's what we're throwing around. Yeah, right those now. are the two major ones. And then we're thinking maybe possibly if we can make it work about Boston and Philly. Maybe. Maybe possibly. But we're still like in the beginning stages of this uh, doing something, even if it's wrong, the second tour. <laughs> like, no, uh, uh, we're so we're still reaching out to venues. And but it's that. nice. Um, I really like doing the live show. Yeah. Oh, actually, we did a live show here and locally before we left for Austin. Um, it was maybe a month before we left for Austin. We did a local show here and all of our friends and family came. So that was nice. Um, but that energy just when yeah. you get the because, you know, sometimes something happens that's funny on the show and you and whoever's on the show are laughing. Like, <laughs> but to get but, that immediate response of hearing other people laugh live, it just puts a really good energy in the room. Everybody's like in this really fun, open state where everyone's just ready to have a good time. And yeah. it's, it's really cool. Yeah. See, I thought about trying to do stuff like that. But like the way my show is set up, I don't think it kind of works for me because like I always have a guest and shit and it's very so rarely that I'm here doing the shit by myself. So I, I'm like, all right, I go. Yeah, you would have to line up a guest locally to wherever you want to have the show at yeah. and have them be live on stage with you, which that might be hard to work out logistically. Yeah. And I was just about to ask you that. I mean, how is that logistically for y'all to set up your shows and like, what do you need to bring? Uh, Some places it's different everywhere. Some well, places are equipped for like live comedy and stuff. And we do try to shoot for those venues because then that's the less that we have to do for setup. Cause they have uh, permanent fixtures there that work for us. So that's our first thing is we kind of scout out yeah. what kind of venue is this? What do they normally host there? Is it conducive for recording that kind of stuff? Or at minimum, do they have a PA system, you know, like to where if we have to, we can bring our laptop and our stuff to, you know, capture the audio, but do they have all the shit set up to where everyone can hear it? So typically any place that does live music or live comedy regularly are good places to look to start at. Um, and we'll just message the venue and get a dialogue going back and forth and figure out if they fit our needs and if they have the availability when we need it, that kind of stuff. I tell you what, you'd be how surprised. Like, be, I mean, you'd be surprised. You'd be, surprised. <laughs> Shut up. you'd be surprised how far you can get just acting like you know what you're doing. Even if you don't, <laughs> when you talk to somebody, like I'll go walking into these places and be like, look, we want 85% of the cut of the tickets that, and you're only getting that. Like you're just getting 15. That's it. And they're just like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> so, that worked locally, not so much in any of the places in LA, but if you come in there with like a, you know, like you've been doing this for years, I feel like they're not going to tell you no. You had um on one of your live shows, you had the one comedian that was with you. What was his name? 
Graham Elwood. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is delightful. I love he him. He is absolutely a delight. And I don't say that about, I feel like I've never said that about a human being before, but he really is. I know. I love he's him. He's very, very kind and nice and he's hilarious. He's just a nice, good dude. Yeah. It's just like, um, yeah, I was doing your bit and everything up there or whatever. And he was just like different parts throughout the um, whole podcast. He's just like, oh, just bless your heart. And I was just I like, know. <laughs> just crazy i know <laughs> but he keeps talking to us so he must like it so yeah, yeah. it was funny he recently like started this new endeavor with um directing some kind of native american comedy series or something and i commented on the post that he put it i was like oh congratulations that's awesome i didn't even know you were native american i just thought you were a white guy with a really nice tan <laughs> and he was like i'm not native american i am a white guy with a really nice tan and i was like cool nice tan <laughs> I, I can hear that coming from him too <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that Southern California skin, I guess. But um, he, yeah, he's just very nice. And he's the one, actually, he is a co-producer of the LA Podfest. Mm-hmm. And he came on, he Skyped into our show one time. And then when we went to LA the first time, he was a guest on our show. Yeah. And he invited us to perform at the LA Podfest. So that's how we got hooked up with that, that we just did this past October. Yeah, we had a good time. It was awesome. Yeah. It's just like um, now... You know, after I get this whole house shit situated, I'm kind of branching out because, you know, Walmart's my thing. You know, this just, uh, <laughs> yes, we know kind of what I do. Um, I'm going in to do live interviews in Walmart and shit. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, Are you doing it all fancy and dressed up? Well, nah, I'm not, you know, like in my church clothes and that. <laughs> but I, I've only done, um, three so far just to test it out. Um, I had a local comedian and we all got shit faced together and we went to Walmart after and we recorded that. And then, um, I had a guy from another podcast, the best darn diddly. He came in from uh, Dallas and we went to see a wrestling show together and we went to Walmart after and we recorded it, gave like our review <laughs> of the wrestling show in Walmart. Well, you know, in small towns, that's what they do on Friday nights is everyone meets up at the Walmart. I know. For real. Like, yeah. that's, it's not a joke. That's really what they do when there's nothing to do. Well, I go to the do Walmart. That that's what I do. <laughs> 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 well, it, then, then again, what really spawned all this was you all and um, ice in the face and um, everything. That's what really started me um, going into Walmart all the time, doing all these videos because I started the podcast on the downslope of my career when I was retiring. So I didn't have shit to do in bumfuck Missouri, but go to Walmart. <laughs> then y'all would talk about, oh, the bathroom nasty, the shopping carts are this, the employees is that. And I would just purposely go to Walmart just to fuck with y'all. <laughs> So, well, I do remember last summer, um, my whole family, me, my mom, and my kids um, went to a beach vacation um, down south of where we live in Florida, and we went to like the nicest Walmart I've ever been to, and I had to video it, and I sent it to you <laughs> on Instagram. I remember, I'm like, Rob, look at this Walmart. It was, it was like the size of a Sam's Club, but it was a Walmart, and it was beautiful inside. I was like, they don't make them like this where I live. <laughs> I know, man. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's like, um, since I moved from Missouri to come here. I say I've been to over, damn near or over 20 Walmarts since I've been here. Oh, wow. Just Walmart to Walmart. Do you have a favorite or are they all the same to you? Uh, I've had some that were better than others. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's talking about old lovers. I tell well, you what, the scariest Walmart I've ever been in is the one in downtown St. Pete. You know what I'm talking about? The one that's by the stadium? Near oh, the hospital? Yeah. Dude. 
I feel like someone was going to cut me at every I, turn I of every aisle one time in that place. Too. Like I was, I was frightened. Yeah. First of all, it just looks like a warehouse. Like it doesn't even look like they put that place together completely. Like it doesn't even look done, but it's been there for like 20 years. And like the shelves just look like shit and things are falling over. Like there's literally like bins, like storage bins that you would have in your garage. That I'm sure I have like in my garage right now of, merchandise like they were taking the storage bins and putting merchandise in them on the floor and i'm like is this how we do shit here <laughs> is this what's going on at yeah. this Walmart? I've, only, I gotta leave. I've only been the one to where i was kind of nervous because i mean it, it was right by a hub it was the, um the train station was not too far behind it so i mean when you have bus stations train stations any yeah, all the transients. Yeah, all the transients, all the homeless people that hang around yeah, the vagrants. areas. And damn, oh. these guys was hawking from the parking lot, dog. It's just like <laughs> I was driving and I hadn't even fully put the the shifter in the park and I hadn't even released my foot all the way off the brake and shit and got out the car and it was like, hey, dog, you got some change, man? Like, hey, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I said, you can't even let me get out the car. I, you may not know. I might just have debit on me and I ain't even did cash back yet. So, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know? I do like Walmart because they will give you $100 cash back. Yeah. And that's rare. Mm-hmm. That's rare. I'll say that. That's how, that's how I saved a lot of money. It's just like every time I would go to Walmart, which is often, I get cash back and I would put that cash back away somewhere. So, yeah. I forget about it and then I'm like, oh shit. Oh, I got like $200 in here. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. That rainy day cashback. Yeah. Stash. Um, there was a very sketchy looking lady at the Oldsmar Walmart the other day who was asking for change. And when I asked her, I was like, well, I just have a debit card. Do you want to come in and I'll get you a drink or something? And she said, no. And just like left. I was like, well, you must not have fucking wanted anything that bad, bitch. <laughs> like, I hate it when homeless people do that. When, I, when I'm when i like, I don't have cash to give you, but I'll buy you something in here. No, fuck you. Get away from me. And then they're just immediately disgusted with your existence. Well, listen. Like you, because you just offered to do something nice. And it's like, what the the there is literally a saying about them. Beggars can't be choosers. That's for them. That was yeah. made for them. And they're out here <laughs> acting like they're too damn good for something. I know. I would have got her like a sandwich and, you know, something. No, that's why you can't trust the ones who don't want tangible items and they only want cash because they probably want it for booze or drugs. Because if they were really hurting, they would love to have clothes, a blanket, food, a drink. That's If you're really out there suffering, that's what you want. You But... You're trying to get high, then you just want cash because the drug dealer isn't going to take a san- sandwich from you. <laughs> <laughs> that might be his tip, but he wants some money too. I don't know. I had a homeless person. Right. It looks like you're looking at us because we have our little square with our video right there. <laughs> it's like the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, because it's like I got two screens. So the camera is right here and um, the audio shit is over there. So yeah, gotta keep an eye on that. And then I used it used to really fuck me up because I would put the audio right here in front of me, and I would put the picture from the Skype over there. So the whole time I'm like this during the interview. So you look like one of those soft touch photos, like <laughs> <laughs> that you do with your little brother or sister. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> and a good sweater like on. The, and they got like the picture in picture of them on the top corner and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing something goofy like blowing on a trumpet or something if they're in band. Oh, shit. Picture in picture. I forgot about that. Yeah. Remember when they used to have the, when they first came out with flat screen TVs, but the back was like this big? And we had a TV and it was a Sony and it literally 
was five and a half feet tall oh, and it shit. had this huge speaker on the bottom. It was like state of the art TV and you could put a picture in picture thing on it. And I thought that was the best thing ever. But what for? I don't know. <laughs> Why do you need that on a TV? So you could watch two things at once, but I don't have that kind of attention span to pay attention to two different things at once. Well, so I guess if you're watching like sports or something, maybe. Well, to maybe, me, but I was like 12. Well, to, <laughs> to me as a child, the, the thing I wanted to do the most with that picture in picture was like have cartoons on and play video games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. And now with the Xbox One X sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can do both. <laughs> I can do both. Yeah, I can do it all. Thanks, Xbox. Thanks, Microsoft. <laughs> now, as uh, far as uh, your podcast goes and everything, how, how important is sponsorship to you? Have you actively sp- sought out sponsorship, or it, if it just happens to fall in your lap, then that it is what it is? It just kind of is what it is, really. We did seek out a few things, like. Like the fun. Amazon affiliate thing, which I need to fix. Our website link isn't working for some reason. But um, there there are a few that we've sought out. But honestly, I don't know. I mean, uh-huh. I don't, to me at this point, it's still kind of um, like a labor of love mm-hmm. type of thing. And we have a very consistent fan base that listens all the time. But I feel like it doesn't monetize until you're hitting like million plays on every episode yeah because yeah. i mean two three cents a pop for a couple hundred people doesn't add up to much but it's like those really big names that we've already said a hundred times on here those are the ones that are really making money off the of sponsorship which yeah. is awesome but to me i just like doing it to let and I feel like if I start worrying about that part of it, yeah. and if it's not coming easily and I'm worried about that part of it, I don't want it to take away the funness of what I'm doing. There also were a few that we reached out, or that I reached out to at least, that I, we ended up passing on because they wanted a cleaner show than what we put out. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, so I mean, obviously it would be great to monetize it more at some point. But right now I think we're really just focusing on building the brand and making a really good product that people want to hear and want to tell their friends about. And that's eventually down the road. It will lead us to that. I don't think it's something that we have to seek out and try to force to happen right now. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of why I wanted to um, branch out and do like the Walmart videos and everything. Cause like mm-hmm. if I can get that going or, you know, if people look at that, they'd be like, Hey, what, why is this guy doing this shit in Walmart? Oh, he has a podcast. Let me go over there and check yeah. this out. Or like, yeah. um, I use the lemur app where I do exclusive content on there. And, um, there's a, you know, a little community that uses that app and they'd be like, wait a minute, he does a podcast too. Let me go over there. So, you know, that's yeah. why I try to do different shit to get people to come over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that we just try to cross promote on social media to get people back to the podcast. Cause there's a lot of people who found us through Instagram and then listened to the show. They didn't listen to the show and sought out our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up before I let y'all go. It's just like, um, from the time that I've known you, you know, over the interwebs and everything, um, your Instagram, I've noticed the change, the change that you ladies is just like, um, from the time I started listening to the podcast about a year ago, maybe. Um, and as the show progressed, 
So has your Instagrams, either your individual or your, even your show one. It's just like I see more production value as far as the show account goes. And personally, from what I see from your um, personal accounts, I see you, um, you know, there's changes in your life. So there's changes in how, you know, I see you on your Instagram now. And like you dress up more now. You start <laughs> dress up more now. I had to get on you because you had a little leg and knee out in your dress and shit. And I was just like, hey, get that shit away. <laughs> You know, so it's it's cool to see your progress, your progress within your podcast and in your personal lives. And it's, it's just like, Aww. I'm like well, the guy kinda, on that picture. It is definitely a weird thing when you realize that people are looking at your stuff on Instagram that aren't your friends from high school. And yeah. like, because I mean, before we had the show, that was the, I had like probably 200 people on there and I personally knew 150 of them. Yeah. yeah. So, well, the other thing too, that kind of was weird. And I guess it's, I mean we're not ugly beasts or anything. We're cute girls. It just is what it is. And when we had the podcast page, just starting up, it seemed like anytime we posted pictures of us, like selfies of us looking cute, the dick pics came. Oh, and we're like, no. at first we we're like, Oh no, <laughs> this isn't good. But, it's like, why but now they we're keep bracing it. We're like, yeah, just send them. It's just like, yeah. Now we just show our friends. <laughs> like, we're going to make a coffee table book of them one day. Oh, that's a good idea. Of all the dick pics. <laughs> I think that's what um um one of my former guests, the one the comedian, Foxy, I think she said the same thing too. And really? I shit you not. I met her in person. We podcast together in person. And I looked at her phone. I mean, it's not purposefully I did it. It's like she had it on the table while we was podcasting, and she got a notification, her phone lit up, and I seen her email count, and she had thousands of emails. And I was well, like, th- like 30 it, I don't know how far back you had to go on my Instagram feed, but I videotaped it because I knew nobody would believe <laughs> me. She had 30 something thousand emails what? in her inbox and like a hundred something text messages. And I was just like, what do you, what are you doing? She's like, I, I, shop, I shop on Amazon a lot. <laughs> I mean, we don't the, get that many, but no, nowhere near that many, but I can't even Im- just the, amount that we've gotten i can't imagine what actual celebrity women are getting in their oh, deal like I, it's probably literally just a bag of dicks all day long like <laughs> just a mailbag full of them yeah because we I, we only have a couple thousand followers there's people on there that have 20 million i can't even imagine what is happening like in kim kardashian's oh, inbox God. there ain't no telling um but yeah, that kind of at first deterred us from sharing a lot of our personal lives on the page. Just just because we're like, we just keep getting dicks. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but I don't know. Over time, we were just like, yeah, they send us dicks. They send us dicks. Well, I, it's kind of a weird balance of trying to decide how much you want to share with people, too. Because yeah. there's some things that you want to keep private. You want to have a personal private life that's not for everyone to look at whenever they feel like and. I, I don't know. I feel it kind of feels weird having your life be someone else's entertainment. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It kind of like cheap. I don't know. It feels cheap and weird. So I, I think that we've struck, struck a pretty nice balance to where you know, we're not totally closed off, but we're comfortable with yeah. what we share. You don't know what kind of underwear we're wearing on a daily basis, yeah. which I mean, a lot of people on Instagram are like butt naked on there. You know what I, I mean? Know. So I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think that there's an expectation for women on social media to either, you have like a cooking thing that you do, like on Facebook, all the cooking videos that they share and stuff. Mm-hmm. Either you do that kind of stuff or people like you because you're sexy. Yeah. 
and you're smoking a bong real sexy or you're fucking putting on makeup real cute or you're like turning around and just fucking twerking for the camera. Yeah, like- which I just want people to <laughs> like my content because they think I'm funny. That's really all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. And um, last question. As far. Well, I got two more. As far, okay, as, um, you're fine. <laughs> as far as podcasts go and everything like yours and everything, how important is it to have interaction with your fan base? Very. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things because podcasting is such an intimate, even though it reaches so many people, it feels very intimate um, form of media that they feel like they know you. And if you're completely closed off and don't interact with them at all, I think it kind of puts up a wall that naturally is not built into what we do yeah like and we don't ignore dms like if people DM, i mean sometimes we'll get a lot and we just don't necessarily see some of them like as time goes on and they stack up but you know we try to talk to people we try to answer comments we try to get on people's pages and like i like to personally know who our listeners are honestly like i like to go out and look at the accounts and be like oh so it looks like most of our listeners are kind of like this okay which is Mostly dudes. We don't have a lot of female listeners, honestly. I think that there's <laughs> just more men podcast listeners in general, honestly. I think so, too. Because I tried to put my wife on it, and she's, you know, very intelligent and smart and stuff. And I was just like, hey, you should listen to this podcast. They talk about book publishing and all kind of this other shit. And I don't think she do it. I, she, don't even listen, <laughs> she don't even listen yeah, to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just out of my girlfriends that I know only a couple of them listen to podcasts on a very regular basis and the rest of them just either they don't work at an office or whatever, or just doesn't keep their attention. So I think that in general, there's just more male Mm -hmm. fans of podcasts than women. That's I think that's why the scales are kind of tipped in that. But that does make it kind of weird for live shows when like only dudes show up because then it's like, what are you guys really here for? (laughs) I got my pepper spray. I don't know. I didn't. (laughs) I don't know. I think that I have a pretty good read on people and I've never gotten creeped out by it. There was one person that ever came to our live show that creeped me out before. But other than that, everybody's been really cool. And I said, I'm not going to say it on here, but (laughs) I don't know. There's always going to be a weirdo. Was it Tony? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of anyone that creeped me out at all. Did the person also creep me out and I'm just not thinking of them? Well, okay. I feel like we can kind of tell the story a little bit. Okay. We went, um, after we had a show, we went and had, um, dinner with a couple people who had come to the show. Oh. And there was one person that came and they, um, were kind of, they were just very aggressive. Like they had to take over the conversation and stuff like that. And they just, they kind of never stopped talking and it was just, it was a very, they felt like they had to dominate the situation all the time. And it felt really weird because it was, there was like 10 people there. It wasn't a yeah. small gathering. So it was weird for one person to constantly be trying to take over the conversations and stuff. So he kind of freaked me out. But other than that, everybody's been really cool that we've met. And we've met a lot of cool people through this, actually. Yeah, we definitely have. All right. Last question. All right. In two years, where do you hope to be if this podcasting thing is still going on? Um, let's see, two years. So that would be, we're two years in right now. I would, I can tell you, I would like to be regularly touring and doing live shows. And I would like in within two years for us to, now, 
it's not so much about the money and monetizing, but I think like through live shows and stuff like that, that could be our main source of like income and not so much having to work as often as we do. I don't think I would completely quit a day job because benefits, you know, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's our goal for sure is to like be in a position that we can do live shows more often, have a really nice studio that's set up, have guests that come on regularly. I'd like to branch out more with video um, we should actually, with the next episode, probably have video starting again because everything's put together now in this room. Um, other than just like de-wrinkling our green screen and hanging it up and that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's literally all. I got one balled up behind that couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's balled up in a clothes basket. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I would like to see happen. What did, like, did you have anything other than that? Um, I would... Um, yeah, like you said, I have no intentions on quitting my day job. I actually really like it, <laughs> as weird as that is. Um, but it would always be nice to have another steady source of income. So that would definitely be nice. I just want to, um, get more exposure for the show. So that's something that we've been working on is our, our marketing, just because the people who listen to our show listen to every single episode. It's just finding that new audience. So we've been working on that a lot, trying to get our name out there. Um, so I think that. By doing that, hopefully in two years' time, um, more people will want us as guests on their shows. They would want to be guests on our shows. So I think that we'll just make more connections um, in the industry of people who are into what we're doing, whether it be other podcasters or just comedians in general. I would like to have more affiliation with other people in the industry. Cool. I, I totally agree with that. Is, yeah. Is that, that sounded like a very job interview answer. Yeah. And then, you said uh, it real proper. You know what? You know, honestly, we just had our performance reviews at work last week, so maybe I'm still in that mode. But gosh darn it, I meant it. Yeah, and if anything, I mean, I agree with everything I said. I mean, it's not so much the money. I mean, if it did generate money, I would, at this point in time, as I said, because my mind might change later. Um, yeah. If it could pay for itself, like, you know, the hosting fees and all that other stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. that that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's a labor of love. Yeah, you know? yeah. it really is. <laughs> and if it becomes, I mean, so- I would definitely not, you know, brush off live shows um, just because of the format of your show, the way it is now. There's ways to work around it. There's always ways to work around it. And as soon as you do it the first time and you get like a good interaction from the audience, it's almost like addictive. Like it, and you you're in a good position because you are in a larger city that is populated so there are you know you have sports teams you have um comedy clubs stuff like that so there's people um that people want to hear talk coming through your city or they live there or whatever um so i think that it'd be much easier for someone like you to do it than say someone who lives in montana yeah (laughs) you know like nobody's coming there because they're gonna have to travel yeah they're gonna have to get out of the state to do it if you play your cards right you can play it to where people are coming to you they might be there for something else but you can snag an hour of their time and And i mean you're funny anyways have you ever thought about doing like open mic nights at a stand-up place or or anything Mm, i've I've been told that before but my mind don't work (laughs) like that (laughs) you know it's it's just it's like the whole scripting thing is my issue like 
yeah. writing shit down and try to remember the shit that I wrote down. But like, if you just gave me an open format and a microphone, fuck it. I, psh, I, I, I <laughs> but even, um, <laughs> you know, going to maybe local comedy clubs more and getting to know mm. the standups who go there regularly because they're trying to make it. You're, you're trying to make, you know, I mean, it's it never hurts to make connections in my book, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, and comedians are some of the best people to have on your podcast as guests. So if you can get in good with somebody or just a group of people. Because that unscripted, just rolling with it type of conversation that you're talking about, they're the masters of that. So between yeah. you and them, it would make for gold. That's it. And I'm working on it. I'm trying to get some, people. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. It's going to happen if when it's yeah, supposed I mean, to happen. We're all in this together. So I hope we all have some success. Yeah. We're all <laughs> in this together. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cool thing about the podcasting community is you're really not in like real competition with anybody. Like you, everyone stands to gain from everyone succeeding. You know and what I mean? think that honestly, that's because of the on-demand streaming format. If you were fighting people for time slots, yeah. it would be a totally different thing, but it's at will. It's here when you want it. Listen when you can. And the more you listen, the better for everyone. So I think that that's why it doesn't have that nasty competition feel of it. Like most entertainment things do. So I think that works in our favor. And it's also a very, very true form. Like the only thing you're really competing for is the, you know, top spots on the iTunes charts, I guess. But I feel honestly, like that's the truest form that you're going to get of, of a rating system is the number of downloads you get. You know what I mean? Unless people are paying for them, I guess. But can you do that? Yeah, you can buy downloads. Okay, never mind. I retract that. There's a way to cheat. (laughs) But it's not like, I mean, it's not like network TV where people are choosing to put shows in time slots because they, I don't know, because they think it'll suit to the audience that's watching it this time. Yeah, there's no such thing as weird politics. Yeah, that go into it. It's just, it's not the case. Yeah. So people like you, they're going to keep listening. They're going to reach out and find you. Yeah, you're right. And it's been a delight and a pleasure to have both of you on the show today. Yes, thanks for having us. It's been a long time in the making. Yes, a long time. (laughs) But uh, before you go, go ahead and uh, plug your things. Okay, yeah, you can uh, check out Mixed Feelings Podcast, me, Cassie, and Mandy. We never introduced ourselves at the beginning of this either. I know, I just we're just like, hey, we're, we're fucking here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you can listen to us pretty much anywhere podcasts are heard. Um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that stuff. Um, on Instagram, you can follow us at Mixed Feelings Podcast. Um, Twitter, at Mixed Feelings PC. Uh, Facebook is Cassie Mandy Mixed Feelington because we're weird and we didn't. Well, we still have a podcast page that's Mixed Feelings Podcast, but I don't like. I hate Facebook. I just fucking hate Facebook. Okay, <laughs> it makes me angry. Um, but we're on social media. You can definitely find us, and um, you can check out our. We website. have our website mixedfeelingspodcast.com. Yeah, all our info's on there too. So if you didn't catch any of that, you go to the page. You can find our social media and any links to where you can listen to the show as well. Mm -hmm. Also uh, make sure if you do go that you sign up for our newsletter. Cause one of the cool things we're doing is the uh, milk and cookies Gazette. It's something we did last year around Christmas time. It's like a stoner version of the highlights magazine that we made ourselves. Basically it's got like secret codes in there that you can decode and all kinds of shit and word searches and seek and finds and like just goofy stuff that we made ourselves. So it's got our own little personality in it. And well, we had sent out hard copies last year for Christmas, but I brought it back and it's in a printable format and email now that you can get. So it's free, um, but it's a fun thing. I mean, you know, 
it's it's boring being an adult sometimes. It's nice just to have like a few minutes of doing something goofy. Yeah, I I totally understand that. No, no <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, hit us up on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And as it goes for every guest that's been here on the Random Rounds with Rob, you've been a guest once. The door is always open for you to come back for whatever reason. Thank you. Thank you. And that was another glorious, wonderful episode. And big shout outs to Mandy and Cassie. Forever an inspiration for me and uh, many other podcasters and listeners, I guess. And because motherfuckers want to be on your show, they always calling you, talking about, hey, motherfuckers, let me be on your show. And you'd be like, I don't know. That's my girl voice. <laughs> but um, great to sit down with them. It's just like always laughing, always. Fun, 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 fun. I, I really enjoyed that episode. And I hope you did too. You can come back each and every week, every Sunday mostly, and um, listen to the new shows that I got coming out. So we got this here. Um, next week, I don't think I have anything. Um, I have a episode that is going to air that was a part of Paul Griffin's Absurd. Um, we met in person here in Houston. We both live here. And it was like the first person that I've met in Houston other than Foxy that has their own show. And we kind of collabed and did our own thing. So I'll be playing that next week. And in the meantime, you know, I'm working these crazy hours and everything. So I'm going to be looking for some more guests to get up on through here. So if you know somebody who trying to plug something, not their orifices, because I don't want to see that so much maybe if it's like right now and nobody's here i might entertain the fact but um but for no i won't do it never mind just fuck everything i was just trying to where i was alluding to where i was going with that just scratch that from the record so yeah the mandy and cassie (laughs) um Look forward to that East Coast tour once they get all the particulars uh, straightened out. You can follow them on Instagram and Twitter at all the places they said is going to be in the show descriptions as well, which I would like a little feedback on that. And, you know, I go through I know in the beginning I went through all the painstaking effort to make the um, the show descriptions just like user friendly, you know, hyperlink so you can find everything that we talked about in the show and all this other stuff. But if you ain't looking at that shit, y'all just listening to the audio, the ambiance of my voice and everything, just I won't do all that shit. I mean, I always have the contact information for whoever been on the show if they have any, because I mean, you should listen to their stuff or go find their products. You should seek out everybody that I have on here because I believe in them and their product and whatever they putting out and whatever they brought to the table to want to talk about and so on and so forth. And I'm rambling, 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 delirium. I got to go to work here in about an hour or so, hour and a half and be up all night just securing things Letting the wind blow through the cracks in the door and set off the metal detector, making me thinking there's the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future running around the building while I'm in there freezing with my little space heater and my beanie on, just trying to stay awake and everything. And it's just fucking crazy. Anyway, thank you, Mandy, Cassie, 
you're awesome. You, I wish y'all the best in your future endeavors. I keep sounding like WWE firing people, but yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode. And you can find me on Twitter at it's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and other general shenanigans, that is the place you do it. Also, the show has its own Twitter at three R Show. That's short for Random Ramblers with Rob. Like hooks, rubs, and spices, that's the whole title. Random Ramblers with Rob, that's the whole title. Three R Show is just for convenience when you look forward on to interwebs. Which, except for Instagram, that I can't use three R Show because some punk motherfucker has the damn name used and they ain't doing shit with the motherfucking account. Matter of fact, I'm going to check this shit right now because I I look uh, motherfucker 3 R show. Oh shit, I spelled it wrong. It's my own shit. 3 R show. There it is. It's a goddamn profile picture of some blue punk ass tennis shoes and some black and white striped socks and it says trust your instincts everything will fall into place if you let it bitch I want you to fucking fall in place and relinquish that goddamn 3R show profile name so I can use the shit cause you ain't doing shit with it it's a two posts but at the same time it's a no post yet so how the fuck you got 18 followers and they following 128 motherfucking people just change your motherfucking name please matter of fact I'm gonna send this motherfucker a message right now damn I got him blocked I'm gonna unblock you so I can alright you can unblock them anytime alright I unblocked you now I'm gonna send you a motherfucking message hello my name is Chicka Chicka Slim Shady Rob and I host a podcast called The Random Ramblings with Rob I was really capitalized hoping that I could get the three R show name from you because it works because that ah, because it is the short name for my podcast if you could please help me out it would be Greatly appreciated. Hook 'em horns. Alright. Hello, I got a proofreader. Hello, my name is Rob and I host a podcast called The Random Rams with Rob. I was really hoping that I could get the three R show name from you because it's a short name for my podcast. And I'm gonna add that and 
it makes it easier for people to find my show. If you could, if you please, if you could please, if you could please help me out, it would be greatly appreciated. Send. All right, we'll see how that shit goes. Sorry, son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. So we got that going on. Uh, follow me on Instagram at random ramblings W underscore Rob. You see why I want that shit short now? That's all one word uh, underscore and Rob. Um, go to randomrobcast.com. You can become a patron of the show. You can use my Amazon links. You can get a free 30 day trial of Amazon Prime with my links. I got merchandise you can purchase. All those things go into helping the show and making it bigger. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out and a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, or whatever you celebrate to Brandon McIntyre and Glenn Abbott for continually supporting the show. Um, a special Shout out to Glenn. I know you're going through some shit on your side of the world, and I wish y'all the best. And um, everything's gonna be all right. Um, what else, man? Go to my YouTube. I got a couple videos up on there now. Got me reading some lines for the WW, uh, not WWE. I wish it was WWE. WNW uh, wrestling series on YouTube. Uh, the Wrestle Nerds Wrestling. So I did some line readings on there. I got video on there. I did it in a hotel room. Because I was out on business and I had to get some lines done. So that new episode is out as well. You can go check me out. You can check my cre- my created character doing his thing and being random, as do I. But yeah, uh, Merry Christmas to everyone or whatever you celebrate or not celebrate. Um, I wish you the best in the upcoming year, 2018. And yeah I see you next time oh before I go if you tell a motherfucker today anytime between now and December 31st I see you next year that person has the right that the one that you told it to to chop you in the motherfucking throat so there I see you next time Faces coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us Sick ass pods that'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com